the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Udukoya, the senior pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape in your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. I will take your time. The message is preached. But I have a burden. See, we talked of seasons and seasons and seasons. Can anybody tell me the seasons we are in? There is something peculiar about the season we are in. If you want to look at it globally, or you want to limit it to our own nation, or take it to this, your state, or then your city, your community, we are in a peculiar season. The world is in a peculiar season. And it is a season, or during seasons like this, that we see God using the woman to break glass ceilings. They just come up. They come up when you don't expect. And they get the job done quickly. I've watched, I've looked at the pattern God uses all the time. Right from the Garden of Eden. When you see troubles, watch God. When you see instability, watch God. And so to quickly jump into the topic today, you can have it all. Let me begin by saying, you can have it all. It's not, you can have all the best dresses and all the best attentions and all the best uh, popularity, all the best, um, best, they are good. But that's not what we're talking about. So for anybody who is so theological or so spiritual and saying, when they should be, they are saying they can have it all. Will you please rest your case and go back into your closet and seek the face of God? When we say you can have it all, the people we are sent to talk to understand it. It's all about work-life balance for the women. The one that God will turn to when the men are nowhere to be found. I am a man. So I'm not advocating as it were for women, but I'm advocating for God and his plan for men and for women. More so in the times and seasons that we are living in. So a good example quickly in the Bible before I begin to conclude by giving some points of what I've observed. So Eve, in God's system of things, he made it such a way that you can't have it all. Like some women have come to conclude which is an error. Then why the virtuous woman? Can I quickly read through and make some points? I won't waste your time with this before I jump out of it. From verse 1. The words of King Lemuel, the utterance which his mother taught him. Actually, the subtitle is The words of King Lemuel's mother. Why not his father? Then listen. What, my son? And what, son of my womb? 
And what? Son of my vows. Do not give your strength to women. Nor your waste to that which destroys kings. It is not for kings or Lemuel. It is not for kings to drink wine. Nor for princes intoxicating drink. Lest they drink and forget the law. The law that they should be upholding. And pervert the justice of all the afflicted. Give strong drink to him who is perishing. And wine to those who are bitter of heart. Let him drink and forget his poverty. And remember his misery no more. Open your mouth for the speechless. In the cause of all who are all appointed to die. Open your mouth, judge righteously. And plead the cause of the poor and needy. That's a section. I want to put this to you, ladies, that this is motherhood at work. Look at, before she will say anything, what we hear from her are the words that will build, that will establish. And she was addressing her son, and she knew that her son could not be less than the king. If there was another position bigger than the king's position, her son will attend to it. She nurtured her son for the topmost and the highest. A mother. So the question is this Was she a successful mother? I'm asking you. Oh. Did her mother who suffered failure or disappointment, judging from this? No. She will address her son. She said, you are a king, and kings don't do this. Kings do this. You see, when you open your mouth, let wisdom spill forth. Look at the next segment. So if anybody is questioning whether she was a successful mother, come on, she was. Okay. From verse 10, who can find a virtuous wife? So she was a wife. And look at the opening statement, virtuous wife. Watch this. The heart of her husband safely trusts her. <laughs> ha. If we are defining all by being a successful mother and a successful wife, you can see she was. All right. So for us to begin to conclude up front that it's not possible, I think it's a mistake. So he will have no lack of gain. He trusts her. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. Now watch this. She seeks wool and flax and willingly works with her hands. She is like the merchant ship. Oh my goodness. She was a businesswoman. She was an expert at trading. She was diligent. She brings her food from afar. She also rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and a portion for her maid servants. Come on. Some women, you know how they communicate with their house elves? Slaps. And the words they speak. 
considers a field and buys it. From her profit, she plants a vineyard. Oh. She guards herself with strength and strengthens her arms. Ladies and gentlemen, she wasn't just an entrepreneur. She was a manufacturer. She was an industrialist. Successful mother, successful wife, successful career, business, name it. You can have it all. You can. She perceives that her merchandise is good. Her lamb does not go out by night. She stretches out her hands to the, this stuff, and her hands hold the spindle. She extends her hands to the poor, and she reaches out her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of snow for her household, for all her household is clothed with scarlet. That's kingly attire, royal. You are dressed in majesty. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the gates. You know where the gates is? Where decisions are made. The council, the senate, those who rule over the place, they know that man. Why? On account of this woman. A woman is always the crown of her husband. This woman had it all. Her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies sashes for the merchants. Strength and honor are her clothing, a woman of dignity and respect. She shall rejoice in time to come. Why? Because she's ever planting seeds for the future. What she does today that brings glory prepares a much more glorious future for her and her household. She opens her mouth with wisdom and on her tongue is the law of kindness. She watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. No time for gossip. If the gossip would not elevate somebody, if the gossip would not bless someone, if the gossip would not produce more for my family, if the gossip would not glorify God, then I don't need it. But when gossip will bless people, it's no more gossip. When gossip will glorify God, it's no more gossip. It's a ministry. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many daughters have done well. But come on, virtuous woman, you excel them all. I'm referring to you now. You excel them all. I stop there. So I just read this to say that, hey, we don't need to search far and wide. God embedded right in the middle of the Bible an example of a woman that had it all. And if, so how do we go about having it all? They said it all. Times, seasons, priorities, no competition, you know. I mean, they said it all. I'm sure you made a lot of notes. But the bottom line is this. 
You can be all that God wants you to be in life. Don't mind all the distractions of what anybody is saying. History told us that at a time when women wanted to begin to challenge the issue of inequality, the feminist movement was formed. But that wasn't the answer. It developed into hatred for men, stiff competition. No, come on, woman. You are not in competition with men. By the time you manifest, men will surrender and bow to you. Men will yield to your leadership. It's not a competition. We see it in the Bible. We see it in everyday life. Come on, look at all these women. And they're just starting. And you know my joy? The next generation is following suit quickly. They are nurturing the next generation. And for all you want to understand and know, in the Committee for Discovery for Women, are these mothers who are able to birth these younger ones, and these younger ones are there too, who says we don't have succession plan. So quickly, let me let, let you know this. Genesis chapter 1, I heard it quoted here. Let us make man in our image after our likeness. Or reference. Genesis 1, 26 to 28. Then God said, let us make man in our image. Man here is generic. I hope you know. That is, let's make mankind. Uh-huh. Um, in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the bird of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So I jotted here quickly to tell you that you were created, listen to me, with full capacity for everything God has created you to accomplish on earth. You are not created different from the man. All the potentials that God has given you that you will live up to actualize them all. That's the essence of this meeting. And not to be disturbed by some gender protagonists or cultural oppressors. You are a child of God. You are a son in the house. You are created with dominion. God didn't say when he said this that the men would and the women will not. No. You are part of this. You are created with full capacity for everything God has created you to accomplish on earth. And um, apart from saying that you are created to have dominion, we saw the fall, we saw the struggle. But I'm reminded quickly of Genesis 11, verse 6. After the men have been scattered, the language scattered and God will have to, I mean, well, not the language. After the flood, and they started making their way down, and they were still talking together. And I mean, speaking one language, that the Bible said the people is one, or the people are one. The Bible language says the people is one, and their language is one. And it says something. It said there's nothing they imagined. And there it was referring to man and woman. That was even the fallen man. And you are there. There is nothing they imagine that will be impossible for them. 
So talking about your capacity to manifest all is there. And I wrote there quickly. Do you know that the Bible says male and female created he them? And so honest, if any man can think it out and achieve it, then I should be able to. And I say, God, give me grace. Can I give an example of somebody in the Bible? The story of Jabez. He saw everybody thriving but him. And he realized that when I move, and he began to ask the question, what's going on? Then he said, well, to the extent that I have discovered, God have mercy on me. Help me to cause no pain anymore. If what is missing is favor, grant me favor, God. Ah. God, answer. Hear me again. There's nothing they imagine. God is the only man. So don't tell me, nobody in my family. I thank God when he was talking, say, I have no antecedent in this matter. You, God has given you everything you need to be all that he wants you to be in life. I see what makes it more interesting is this. Then he now said, I will make him a helper. It wasn't an afterthought. Now that particularly concerns you. Until then, there was nothing like gender. Look at where the gender thing was introduced. When God was thinking of help, what does that tell you? Come on, think of it. I wrote here. I said, your being a woman is a special feature, unique to your brand. What does that do? It gives you a creative edge where the rest of creation as we need to be. Every man can do everything, but now for you to be the helper, you must have something extra to bring to the table. You must have. So you don't just have all the capacity you need to be all that God wants you to be. You have an edge. I said, then that will imply in the pursuit or in, I mean, we'll give them an option and introduce an ease or some ease in the pursuit of life matters over that man, over the other person. I put here, I said, look, so when it comes to making the required life impact, you have extra options. That means everything a man can do, you can do. It's not a cliche. And more. You say, what do you mean and more? Given that men have some qualities that women don't have, that they are very few.
Can we beg the more a little bit? Men don't conceive and carry pregnancy for nine months. You do. Men don't win and nurture the baby to adulthood. But you do. While I was thinking this, I said, why would God, when he was warning the children of Israel, or rather trying to assure them, he says, can a woman forget her suckling child? Why did he say, can a father? Why? There's something about the woman that we all tie to. Men and women. Everything a man can do, you can do, and more. I'm going somewhere. You know why? Because you have more in terms of your assignment. There are more segments for you than it is for a man. And you will miss all. That's why I read that thing about the virtuous woman. At least that's in the Bible. So I wonder why a 21st century man will be angry when his wife is making it in business. He's confused. He's ignorant. And of course, I believe that you are a woman of wisdom, just like the virtuous woman. You are not going to do anything and throw it in his face. You're going to, by wisdom, get him to understand and going to give you the support that you need. But that you will stop to actualize or stop actualizing your potentials because no. Then you are going to take it to the Father that created the man and the woman. That's all right. We need you here, God. Do you know that part of what you have that is extra, it is often said and it is true, the woman is much more intuitive than the man. Oh, you've not thought of it? The man came with someone and said, Ah, you know, I met this guy. You know, this was the guy that did this. Oh, my wonderful character. I mean. And at the end, the man says, Hmm. I said, Why is he? Hmm. I said, Yeah, he's a good man. He said, But, um, he said, No, that's you. You're always like that. Time will tell. And when time begins to tell, the man will say, You said so. The woman picks it up from a distance. I believe these are part of the qualities that woman has to help the man. I'm still talking about the man and the woman. And I want you to so much begin to appreciate God for making you a woman. You are not just part of mankind. You are a special brand. Have you observed, have you read the papers I mean, recently? Every company that is what's called a company that is still standing is looking for a woman chairman. Have you observed, even in Nigeria? I'm not joking. I read it every day. You think there are no qualified men? The next place now is that nations are going to look, they are going to look for women president. Because men, have, we have run it forever since the war began. We've seen some good days. But when it begins to get chaotic, God always comes with a joker. 
going somewhere. Do you know that you are capable of independent decisions like the man? You say, uh, what's Pastor saying? The first human being to make an independent decision on earth, outside the box, outside the system, was a woman. In the Garden of Eden. Uh-huh. How be that is negative? How oh, that was negative? Is somebody hearing me? Yes, sir. The husband, God, the woman looked and she made a decision. You have that capacity. Yes, but can I turn it in the positive way now? When the angel appeared to Mary and told Mary what has never been before on earth and God will take over what man lost, Mary had to independently make a decision. Can you see how two different women made two different decisions at two different times and they swung the world in two different directions? And that that happened in the Garden of Eden brought the fall. And God will return. And with his return, guess what? He made a brand new creation. Come on, somebody hearing me. And in Galatians he says, neither Jew nor Greek, neither male nor female. Somebody shall praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The day the woman stopped to see, stopped seeing herself as subjugated in approaching any issue of life, she will excel. She will rise as much as a man or even more. So my first advice, stop seeing yourself subjugated. Stop approaching life with failure mentality. Stop approaching life with fear or with subjugated disposition. And honestly, what I've seen in the lives of most of the people that we are bringing up to, from time to time to talk, they've come to a place where they are full of respect and honor for every human being, men and women alike. They are submissive in their homes. Is somebody hearing me? And yet, they are lions in the marketplace. The Bible says the, the righteous is as bold as a lion. And that is not limited to men folk. It's for everybody. And God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and the sound man. But pastor, wait a minute. The issue of submission is, is tough. Because my husband, the Bible says I should submit to him. He's the head of the home. I'm a man. I have a wife. And my wife is here. If I preach it wrongly, I will be the first to, to enjoy it. If I preach it against the man, she will give it to me straight away. She will serve me tonight. Five course meals. So I'm telling you the truth in the name of Jesus. 
Do you know that God never says that you should submit except in a marriage setting? Submit to who? Your own. And he uses the word O-W-N. Your own husband. I'm not your husband. He doesn't expect you to submit to me. Submit for what? You will honor me as your pastor. You will honor me as an elderly man. You will honor me as a father. As a husband to another woman. But you are not called to submit to me. And when the Bible says that for the woman is a weaker sex, it's still in a marriage setting. First Peter chapter 3. I mean, let's interpret that quickly. It's clear. There the Bible is saying, now that you both agree to become one and live the rest of your life together as one, God didn't go to the man to say you are the head. Watch this. He comes to you, the woman. If you don't agree for that man to be the head, then you have not agreed to be in a marriage. The man can't lord it over your life. You have every right that a man has. You are the same as far as in Christ is concerned. But when it comes to marriage, it says your husband is the head. Why is he telling you? So that you will allow it to be. And why will he be saying that? To allow for consensus in decision making. If there is no agreement, you cannot dwell together. There cannot be peace, there cannot be progress, there cannot be prosperity. But where there is agreement, two are better than one. You will achieve what either of you can ever achieve in a lifetime, in a short time. It's because God knows you have the capacity like he has the capacity. And when he says weaker, he's telling the man, when this woman begins to leap and keep her protected, watch her back, give her the covering that is required. Because when God will come to ask the man, he says, where is the one I've given you? He expects someone better, someone smarter, someone stronger, someone bolder, someone better achieving. So the question is this, can you achieve it all? Of course you can. And like you rightly said, it's a matter of priority. Wait a minute. Like I said, can I get pregnant? No. And if I'm married and I'm looking for, well, we're looking for children and we get pregnant, don't you think I'm achieving? Of course I'm achieving. Now, why should that bother me? Because my contemporaries and my colleagues at work, uh, when I will be going on maternity leave and giving back to this child and winning this child over about uh, two or three years, by the time I come back, they are in the next level or two levels. Why should that bother me? Have they achieved what I've achieved? No. Uh, but they have their own children. That's them. But as far as I'm concerned, in my corner, my life achievement, I have achieved something. So what about the two steps ahead of you? Why do you bother yourself so much? Haven't you read that the race is not always to the swift? Neither the battle to the strong. Right before your eye, because he has ordained that you will rule that place, you will see there can be ten steps ahead. When the time comes, they will pull you from under the park and put you there. And yet you have achieved. 
that you achieve it all? Yes. So conclusion, Pastor Taiwo. Never approach life with the fear of failure. Never. And always understand that life is about priority. Everything God wants you to be, you will be. I close with this that Deborah said. He called the military commander. He said, God has given us the lives of our enemies. They've tormented us for years. Men, predecessors, my predecessors were not able to, to, to conquer this. But God told me that I would defeat them. So you know what? He said, now gather the army and go in. The man said, Sir, Ma, if you do not come with me, I will not go. He said, then it shall be said that a woman won the war. Who cares who wins the war? As long as God wins the war, I want to encourage you. You are a winner. Oh yes, in the name of Jesus. You are as bold as a lion. The Bible says that you reign in life as a king. He didn't even say as a queen. Even concerning you say as a king. And where the word of the king is, there is power. The time has come for you to begin to enjoy the process. The problem with the world is that we are always looking at the end. And the woman is saying, how can I ever get there? Can I ever compete? Can I ever do this? Well, of course, you will in the name of Jesus. In the interim, why don't you make the best of where you are? Because that will impinge on your next level. Enjoy the process. Relax. Make the best of it. Impart as much as you can. Learn as much as you can. Because you don't have too much time where you are right now. Time is ticking. You are about to get promoted out of that place. And the things you learn now will count in your next level. And never forget the fact that the way, what the time is saying, or the horizon of the world is such that women are in their need. And God's time's table. And what will I advise you to do? Please stay prepared. Be ready in and out of season. Don't let God come looking for you. And like the five foolish virgins, that will never be your portion in Jesus' name. You'll be the wise one. When they come knocking, you'll be saying, I'm just accepting this. I can't handle that now. Or can I mean you'll be come on, you'll be full of choices. In the name of Jesus. You can have it all. Shall we rise? The Bible says everything that pertains to life and godliness, He has given it to you. He says He has given you all things to enjoy. He says too, hello, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. It's not competition. It is fulfilling my own assignment in life. And that's why the prayer of Paul will always and ever be with me. That if God will give me something and help me with something that the eyes of my understanding will ever be opened, I will always be in step with God's purpose for my life at every time and stage of my life. Glory be to God in the highest. And then the second prayer point is as good. I will never forget how treasurable God has made me to become in his hand. You are God's treasure. Don't you ever look down yourself again. 
the man that doesn't like you does not worth you. I know what I'm talking about. God created you and he has prepared you for a specific role and you will fulfill it. You will achieve it. You will prosper in the name of Jesus. Remember, the righteous is as bold as a lion. Glory be to God in the highest. And watch this. We're already there. Their children are all getting married now. All their children are getting married. You know what people see? They say, I see a trait in you like your mother. And they'll say, I see a trait in you like your father because of people like me. <laughs> Glory be to God in the highest. But what I'm saying is this. The children gravitate more towards you. Don't waste it. Make the best of it. Let there be no time in their lives when they will not say, Mom, how are you doing? And when they are not even soliciting help, you say, I read this about you. Please, just, just what's going on? And when you say, oh, really? The few words you're going to drop will become gold to him. You are a virtuous woman. You are a glorious woman. You are an achieving woman. You are God's special woman. We are proud of you. Don't you know that we'll be in trouble if God can be proud of you and we are not? Honest, I am proud of you. And on behalf of your husband, we are proud of you. And somebody say, which husband? I'm prophesying. On behalf of your husband, we are proud of you. In the name of Jesus. Shall we lift our hands? I just appreciate God. And I want you to make a promise to God. Everywhere you send me, I will go. Everything you made me, I will be. Everything you've given me, I will value. I will make the best of my life. I will make the best of all your blessings and your gifts in my life. I, you will always be able to count on me. My life will be to give you glory. I believe you, God, in all you do. Thank you for today in the name of Jesus. And I see God orchestrating situations in your lives. I see doors opening before you. I see great doors opening before you. I see peace ruling in your lives. I see peace ruling in your homes. I see unusual understanding being given to you right now. In the name of Jesus. And I pray from the bottom of my heart that we will live to celebrate your achievements. Your generation will celebrate your achievements. Your children's generation will talk of your achievements. Your grandchildren will talk of your achievements. Heaven will celebrate your achievements in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. We give you honor. All the glory in Jesus' name. Certain solutions to the many problems of our nation will come from some of you. I'm not joking. I just said it the way I got it. You'll find yourself being called to a place. And the advice you give will be based on the scriptures. And they will know because that's your own life. And when they will follow it, we will see peace. We will see progress. We will see prosperity. In Nigeria again. In the name of Jesus. And don't forget, anyone he sends, Holy Ghost follows you. You know what I want you to do? Stretch your hands towards me. 
as a point of contact, I'm stretching my toe towards you in the name of Jesus. If indeed there is a Holy Spirit, which I know there is, and if indeed he has been poured out by God, which I know he has, if he is still active in, I mean, on earth today, which I know he does, he's still active, then by the power of the Holy Spirit, by the anointing of the Holy Spirit that destroys every yoke and it empowers for achievement, Sarah receives strength and she gave birth for every part of your assignment in life that is still dragging. I say, receive grace in the name of Jesus. All over the hall, all over the hall, in the name of Jesus, 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 every trouble spot of your life, let there be a turnaround now in Jesus' name. Any territory of your life that has been held back by the devil, I command a breaking, a breaking, a breaking, a breaking in the name of Jesus. Everywhere you lack strength to manifest, I say receive strength in the name of Jesus. I speak a turn around to you. I speak wisdom. I speak wisdom. I speak wisdom. I speak strategies, innovations, creativity, peace. I speak love. I speak supernatural favor. I speak divine protection. In the name of Jesus. Return with testimonies. In Jesus' name. Come on, let's give me a good clap offering. tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.